Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on the Lexi's Back Bay, welcome to Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every single Monday the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi as we listen to my buddy Steve Azar's amazing song, One Mississippi, which is now, as you know by now, the state song for the for the state of Mississippi. I want to thank you for joining us on this powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV. But if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast it's august the 8th 2022 we try to do some fishing this weekend we were trying so hard to get our friend travis dunn down our farmer friend from the delta down to uh to do some offshore fishing we've been trying to get offshore now for a couple weekends um travis incidentally is harvesting corn today <laughs> so this would have been a great weekend to take him but thunderstorms sort of defined this past weekend it was you know early morning thunderstorms were pretty pretty intense in fact that was still the story this morning for a matter of fact i posted um about the call that i made not to go offshore and several friends of mine commented that they regretted going <laughs> i don't blame them because there was a lot of uh, a lot of lightning the bottom line is that uh you know the rain and the wind are bad enough in thunderstorms offshore this time of year but man i'm telling you that the, the, the uh, thunderstorms and the lightning can be deadly um after a lot of close calls early in my life i learned really really well to live to fish another day so i don't go out in, in weather like that always think safety first um hey listen uh, you 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 know that the the foundation for the mississippi wildlife fisheries and parks we call it the foundation here on the show is a major sponsor of super talk outdoors we really appreciate those volunteer leaders that are doing incredible things for uh, mississippi's outdoor recreation enjoyment uh, the foundation is also, though, a host of the incredibly successful Mississippi Ag and Outdoors Expo that was uh, held this past weekend, and all reports are it was packed and incredibly successful. It was held at the new trademark building, as you know, but that's 110,000 square feet. 63,000 square feet is uh, column-free, unobstructed exhibit space, and it was it was literally packed. Uh, I had the opportunity to have Andy Gibson, the commissioner of the Mississippi Department of Agriculture culture and commerce zone and also don brazel who's the ceo of the foundation and they talked about this really innovative approach where they're mixing outdoor enjoyment with farming you know bringing those two together it's really kind of a natural fit but it's a in, in a lot of ways it was a one of con, one of its kind show and i want to i want to congratulate the sponsors uh, for putting on an incredible event it only makes sense because um, you know mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in america and we, we 
had an opportunity to celebrate it this uh, this past weekend. Hey, now let's shift gears. So the first half of the show today, we're going to visit with a Mississippian who loves the outdoors and whose idea recently led to the creation of a new dimension to our to our deer season. And then in the second half of the show, we're going to visit with William McKinley to continue the conversation. He's the head of the Whitetail Deer Program for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And we're going to talk about the three-day velvet season coming up in September. So now, let's move over to my new friend, Taylor Sledge, and welcome him to Super Talk Outdoors. How you doing, Taylor? I'm great, Ricky. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's good to see you, my friend. Uh, okay, so you um, are the president of Sledging Company, and yes, I saw where you were recently honored as one of the top entrepreneurs in Mississippi. I want to congratulate you on that. We're going to talk a little bit more about that shortly. But a quick glance at your story revealed that you're a father who loves the outdoors, and you love experiencing the outdoors with your family. I share that passion with you, incidentally. And more recently, your idea to add a velvet season to Mississippi's deer season season has already become law so congratulations on that too uh we'll again we'll talk more about that in just a second but tell me about your business taylor yeah thanks ricky i appreciate it man so i've been in business for uh 15 years uh started my business right out of college and basically what we do is we serve as an advisor to entrepreneurs and business owners and um, our approach is unique. Uh, you know, a lot of times people that own businesses, their number one investment, the, the main driver of their life is the business that they own. And so what we do is we built a business that is an advisory that really supports that idea. We help them with their financial needs. We help them with their business needs. And we kind of sit on their tool belt, if you will, going through as a relationship to help them quarterback and solve problems through the years. And, uh, I love working with business people. Um, a lot of them are think way out of the box. They're wild and crazy. And uh, you never know what you're going to deal with or, or what's going to come across your plate. Not The variety of it is wonderful. And um, it's really very fulfilling to be in a position to solve problems for business owners, especially in Mississippi. I, I love working with business people in Mississippi. Well, listen, uh, on my show on the coast called Coast U, I spend a lot of time talking to entrepreneurs because, you know, at the core of our success, you know, as a set of community that make up Mississippi, at the core of our success is, uh, is entrepreneurs and small business leaders who have great ideas and are taking enormous risks and uh, pursuing their ideas. And in fact, during the pandemic you saw a lot more people pursuing ideas you know they they you know, the risk tolerance during covid uh they they said you know what i'm gonna take the risk and you, you've seen that in your business as well haven't you absolutely no question it, it changed the mindset of a, of a lot of people it allowed them to draw their focus down in areas where they were maybe were otherwise kind of diffuse and it it, it did it did change business people in a lot of ways and that's that's who we want to work with. Like you just said, the people who want to take a risk on themselves, on the belief they have, on their skill set, that's the people we want to work with. And it is, it is fun to do it, but you're so right. COVID, COVID changed a lot of things. COVID spurred, you know, this whole concept that we're talking about today with even with the velvet season. It, it was, it was a unique opportunity in a lot of ways for people to change the way they think. Well, I've talked to so many people from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and then, of course, you know, others who have a passion for the outdoors like you and I have. And 
what we see is the numbers of people who went in the outdoors during COVID went up dramatically. And if some, you know, if you talk to, you know, just look at the numbers, uh, it's incredible. It's incredible how many people went to the outdoors. They felt safe outdoors, but also, you know, COVID caused us to get in a mode, I think, where we're all, you know, considering our lives or, you know, considering our families, considering what we do in our lives. And, uh, you know, going out in the outdoors was an opportunity to sort of cleanse our souls, but also to think and, and contemplate. And, you know, in a lot of ways, the outdoors saves us, doesn't it? It really does. It really does. You can draw a lot of parallels of the connection with a person to nature, the outdoors, and especially hunting to all these other things in life. And that, that was, you know, that, that happened a lot more, I think, after this event of 2020 because it gave people this weird window of time that they've never before had and may never have again to identify that. And I don't know if a lot of folks have, will have articulated just that way, but I think that's kind of really what, what's happening. I, de- I definitely think so. Hey, listen, you grew up in the Jackson area. Who, who taught you a passion for the outdoors? Yeah, that'd be 100% my dad. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I, I was I was blessed to be raised by wonderful people. And when I was a kid, my mom was a flight attendant, most, mostly part-time, which was really cool because we flew everywhere in the world for free. Uh, but, you know, about one weekend a month when we were really little, she would be working. And so my dad was, you know, he was three steps ahead on making sure that me and my brother and him were going to be at the deer camp together, either putting up stands or, you know, we were we were out hunting or whatever. And it, it really became the the center, like recreational focus of our lives, and it, it bonded us indefinitely. I mean, it was just a, it was just an awesome experience. I could go on and on and on about it, but my dad's intention. And uh, my mom's support of it, really, and seeing the value in it um, together, I think, was really the deal. The old adage of if you hunt with your kids, you don't have to hunt for your kids. Uh, it's still happening today, man. I said, listen, I say it all the time that a family that hunts and fishes together stays together. And, uh, you know, as you're talking about your, you know, what your dad did for you, my dad and my grandfathers did it for me. And, uh, you know, people who I talk to on this show, they, it's over and over and over again, the same sort of story, this generational love, this passing down of the heritage of the outdoors. And, uh, you know, we're lucky to have it because it teaches you at a really early age incredible responsibility. I mean, listen, it teaches you at at an early age, whether you're on a boat offshore or whether you're hunting, you know, by yourself, it teaches you that there are no margin for errors, that you can't have a mistake. You can't make a mistake. You have to be responsible and accountable and, and you have to respect and be ethical about the outdoors. Those are incredible lessons to learn that really carry over into your life, isn't it? Oh, they absolutely are. And like what you were saying earlier about the storms when you're fishing, you're not going to win against the storm. The storm will win. And and it really does make you respect nature. Um, you know, our house where we live is right near the woods. And, you know, every day is a battle of the woods trying to eat my house. That's the way that it works. Nature is going to win. 
Well, we're coming uh, yes, to the close of this of uh, this section, but uh, we'll come back on the other end. But I was on the Delta this past weekend, not this one, this weekend, but the weekend before this past weekend, and I made a comment on last week's Super Talk Outdoors that I am amazed at how fast nature takes control. <laughs> I mean, Lord it have does, mercy! Man. So much work to do to get ready for the deer season, but that's part of the process, you know. That's definitely part of the process. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 73. Your Tuesday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, partly sunny, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Got a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Today on Hey Culligan, better water that cares. Jane's on the line. Hey Culligan, how can I avoid using all those plastic water bottles that harm the sea turtles? Jane, our always-on drinking water system helps eliminate the equivalent of 15 billion single-use plastic bottles a year. So, you see, Culligan cares about sea turtles, too. Aw, plastic pollutes and Culligan cures. That's catchy, Jane, and totally true. I'll take it, like now. Jane, we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Taylor Sledge, who is the president of Sledging Company, but more importantly, he's someone who has an incredible passion for the outdoors. Hey, Taylor, tell me about your family. 
So I am married. My wife is Dr. Catherine Sledge. She's a dentist and um, works in Ridgeland. And then we have three boys. The oldest one is 10 and the youngest one is three. And um, we we stay very busy. I like to say my children took away my boredom. I don't have any boredom <laughs> in my life. So uh, so that's what, that's what we have going on. Hey, listen, I often say that uh, God has a, a way of working in sort of miracle ways. And one of those is that after you have kids, you can't remember the days when you didn't have kids. You just can't remember those days. There are faint memories somewhere out, off on the distance. I have three kids, too. But three to ten, what a beautiful age. I, I mean, the three-year-old... Again, just coming of, of life and wanting to see the world and the 10-year-old is really getting up there now. He can really start to do some stuff in the outdoors. But what, what a great what a great range, man. You're going to be busy for a bunch of years coming coming up, aren't you? There's no question. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, I, you know, I, I, I keep feeling like I've, I've been busy for a while, but I keep being told, no, you just got started, man. So you've hunted all over Mississippi, and you enjoy uh, hunting out west. Uh, how, how do you, when you tell people about what you like to do, how do you explain it to them? When I tell people about hunting, how do I explain yes. it to them? So I've, I always just say I love to hunt and fish. And when they ask me to sort of bring that into more focus, I just talk about, I mean, really like the, the value of being outdoors and ultimately connecting it to stewardship. It, it's 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 interesting that it's complicated for people that don't hunt and fish to understand it. But you know, I believe we have God given dominion in, in this world, and that it's about being a good steward of the resource. And um, it is just an excellent reason to, to to teach that same idea of stewardship to my kids. And it it's a great way to grow as a person just to go out and participate in that and. I mean, there's so many takeaways. So that's really kind of the driving force of it. Um, but for me, going and hunting out west, other places, other parts of the state, you know, having the experiences, they're all, it's so cool because they're all right there. Nature yeah. is ready for us anytime. We, we just have to go to it ourselves, take the initiative. And so, um, you know, I, I want to see and do it all. And, and I really think that one of the most interesting things you can do with your life find some kind of direction in the outdoors. And the people you come in contact with, man, that's the thing that I always talk about. And people who think it's just about the shooting, they don't get that it's, it's the entire culture around around um, around hunting and the kind of people that you come in contact with. They're all inspiring. Lots of successful people. So it's really cool. Hey, listen, uh, let's shift gears. You had this idea for a velvet season because you, you like us, I, I, can, I can literally tell you a similar story you watch this incredible deer in our case we have a lot of land that's near farmland and lots of deer will come from all different places to come eat corn or soybeans or whatever but as soon as they harvest they might be gone you know we'll see as, as i'll talk with william mckinley here in just a few minutes he's done you know they've done a lot of research and we know that there are deer that are resident deer deer that are going to be within a mile or so and some that may go way away but you may never see them again that was your experience wasn't it it was and I, you know really in 2020 bow hunting rehooked me hard and I, I, I grew up bow hunting, 
But it was one of those things where it was like there's so much gear and it's hot and you know really I'd probably gotten lazy. And uh, my my wife, the, the beautiful kind intelligent woman that she is, she bought me a new bow for our anniversary. Can you believe that? So it it, it sort of it sort of got me reinvigorated. And uh, yeah, this happened with this buck. And um, you know, I, one thing I love about Mississippi is that almost every relationship is two handshakes away. So, I mean, it's great. Mississippi's not a state, it's a club. So I had gotten to know Michael Watson, and I was chatting with him, and one day I was talking to my brother, and I got to give my brother Travis um, credibility for this, but Travis said, uh, look, if you're friends with Watson, you know, you should ask him about having a velvet season in the state. Look what it's done for Kentucky. Look what it's done for Tennessee. It's a really small commitment. And, um, you know, I had really been, been driven to focus on that time, that realm of deer hunting after really getting that hard back into bow hunting. And, uh, so I mentioned it to him and he was like, it sounds like a great idea. And, um, we just had some conversations. He directed me to some other conversations. I'm not a lobbyist. I don't have any, nothing really special happened. I'm just a guy who kept calling people. And then, uh, lo and behold, here we are. So it's, I told you that it's almost historic from the idea conception to law, probably a record amount of time. And while we were on the break, you mentioned to me there was your, your theory around that. What's your, what's your theory on that? Oh, well, I just feel like everybody, um, but especially legislators and, and government leaders, are just exhausted from the heaviness of everything we've dealt with really probably since 2016, but definitely from the 2020 timeline on. And it, it seemed like to me that people, people in Mississippi love the outdoors. Mississippi leaders love the outdoors. And, um, I just felt like this one, it, it, it seemed more interesting to them. Maybe it was a nice little escape from some of the more stuffy things that they were dealing with that are very important. But, um, you know, and uh, it, it seemed that from a relationship standpoint, people were people were just interested in this. They just really were. I mean, I, it's not like I slaved over it. You know, it, it turned out to be something where it was just relationships, conversations, and there it was. Well, Taylor, what's, what's interesting to me, and I've said this so many times on, on the show, and you said it as well before we started the show, is that the outdoors is the one time when we can all come together and set, uh, set our politics aside and join together and just love the outdoors together. And it doesn't really matter what your political beliefs are. And, you know, in Mississippi especially, if we we can usually get aligned around something that's compelling, that's exciting, that can really add to the outdoor enjoyment in the state. And it's good to see bipartisan support in a situation like that, isn't it? It really is. And nature and the outdoors is an equalizer. I mean, it it's what we it's something we all have in common. And and, and it does it does bring people together in a unique way. There are things almost unspoken about it. You can't even really articulate, but it does. It, people people can get on the same page. They really can. Well, I've got a, I've got a couple of friends that um, have different political beliefs than me. But man, when we talk about fly fishing, or we talk about you know fishing at the islands, or going duck hunting together. Man, I mean, there's a love there. I mean, it's real too, and and we just know 
you know, if we talk about politics, uh, you know, don't get too involved and don't get too passionate. Just uh, it's best to st- stay with the fly fishing and the island fishing and whatever, you know. No, it is. I tell you what, I was talking to somebody recently who is involved with an outdoors group on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., and he told me, he, he said, he said, Sledge, do you think that Tucker Carlson and Rachel Maddow have anything in common? I, I was like, no, nothing, not a darn thing. And he said, well, I'll tell you what, they have one thing in common. I said, what is it? He said, they both fish over 100 days a year. Wow. I couldn't believe that. But <laughs> you never know. And, that you know, that's, that's it's a great equalizer. It's a big, giant connector. Now, they may not go out together on the weekends or anything, but they, they do have that in common. They, they probably don't, but it, it is it is about it is about passion for the outdoors, and that that it does that does bring us together. But I, I really want to congratulate you on your success to have this idea. Thank you know your brother played his role, but at the end of the day, we've got a new season in Mississippi. It's a three day season in September. We'll be talking more about that with William McKinley here shortly. But uh, as you look forward in the f- few minutes that we have left, and you look forward to uh, enjoying the outdoors, what's your next? Next uh, kind of uh, adventure. Yeah, so I actually have a mule deer hunt coming up. That's a uh, it's a high altitude hunt. I've been training for it about every day, and uh, that's what I was saying earlier. One reason why my hair is short right now is I'm going to be in the back country for a little while, um, and I want to be really prepared for that. So I've got that on the horizon, and also taking my sons hunting this fall. I mean, I am always really fired up about that, and and just. Just being a part of the hunting experience with them and seeing them discover it, I can't get enough of it, man. I, I can't. It is really, really wonderful. So I'm really I, I feel the, I feel the same way. My sons obviously are old enough to hunt on their own. One, they're they're uh, you know one works in New York City and hunting brings them back home and fishing does as well. Another son who's a lawyer here on the coast and he's he's we call him the fish whisperer. He's really a good fisherman, but. We love spending time together. I have friends who have kids. I can't. I, I love to take them. Uh, I mean, I I would much rather take a kid hunting or fishing than than an adult, just because be, to be able to see it through their eyes, to watch their enjoyment, to watch their, that youthful exuberance for this incredible resource. It's su- such a gift, and we're we're lucky to to live in this great state and have the honor of uh, of experiencing the great outdoors here. But anyway, Sledge. I mean, Taylor. It's been a it's been a pleasure to uh, to chat with. This morning, my friend. Absolutely, I've enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much, Ricky. And you no doubt, this has been Taylor Sledge. He had the idea to to do velvet hunting in Mississippi, and now we have a law that's going to start uh, a special three day season in September. We'll be talking more with William McKinley after this break about that. See you later, uh, Taylor, and we'll see William after the break. See you then. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. 
I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service built. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi News. Although the U.S. monkeypox outbreak has disproportionately affected the gay and bisexual community, anyone can technically contract the virus. Regardless of your gender, regardless of your sexual orientation, anybody can get monkeypox who is exposed to it. That was state epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers. Former FDA director Dr. Scott Gottlieb recently told CBS Face the Nation that the CDC needs to expand its criteria for testing. But we need to start looking for cases in the broader community. That means probably testing anyone who presents with an atypical case of shingles or an atypical case of herpes for monkeypox as well. Gottlieb also said that the CDC should add monkeypox to its wastewater monitoring program, which the agency uses to track COVID infections. Thus far, there have been over 7,500 cases of monkeypox nationwide, six of those in Mississippi. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. What do members of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation look like? We have members from every corner of Mississippi from all walks of life. 
All over the state, we see two types of memberships. Active members of the farming community and associate members who utilize Farm Bureau services like insurance. All memberships support Mississippi agriculture. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with Taylor Sledge. You know, again, the thing that really struck me about that conversation, certainly a great idea in the three, in doing a velvet season for Mississippi, but set that aside for a second. It's just his pure love of the outdoors. And he learned it from his father. And he's passing it on to his kids, and at the end of the day, that's what life is all about. When you when that's the when that's the heart of your value system, you almost can't mess up. And I love being able to share stories like that we just had with uh, with Taylor Sledge. What a what a terrific outdoorsman and Mississippian. Uh, now let's shift gears. Listen, if I could do a show on uh, whitetail deer every week it would just be i'd be happy with it and i would always make william mckinley the deer program coordinator for the mississippi department of wildlife fisheries and parks part of that program because he's a good dude i enjoy our time together william but uh but he's an expert and i you know i love to white i love to duck hunt and do other kinds of hunting and you know i love to fish but uh but boy deer season to me and getting prepared for deer season is just a fun time of year for us so anyway without any further ado let me welcome my friend william mckinley back to super talk outdoors how you doing william i'm doing great ricky good to be here it's good to see you hey uh, let's do we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming velvet season but first let's go back to last deer season and see how this year looks okay first of all i mentioned to you while we were off the air when i was out uh, checking out the farms that we lease in the delta Man, the crops were incredibly good. I mean, like I saw, I saw some of the most lush soybeans I've ever seen. Some three and four feet high, and just beautiful, beautiful. I mean, it was. They had a really difficult time at the beginning of the season. Not a lot of rain. Had to do a lot of irrigation. The dry land farmers had a real challenge in the beginning, but then we had tactical rain that happened just the way it should happen. But that has to be bode well for the deer season. And then, um, and then the other is. Okay, so that's for number one. How does that contribute? And number two, last year when we talked, it was a weird season for us. We 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 did well. We got some good big deer. I showed you a few pictures before we started the show. But there was a stretch where we didn't have a lot of deer activity. It was just I, I get it was hotter than normal. We didn't have a lot of rain. It was just a weird season. How did it turn out when you guys looked at it? You know, we're getting preliminary numbers, so we we have to wait and we do a phone survey is the way we get our harvest numbers every year but those numbers are preliminary looking like i expected harvest to decrease i mean think of how hot it was through christmas and new year's it was in the 80s and 
it appears that it didn't. It appears that it stayed right about the same to slightly increased. We gained a lot of hunters in COVID year 2020, and we gained those hunters started putting more deer in the freezer. Uh, we saw the largest increase, one year increase in harvest we had seen uh, since we started keeping records, uh, up to about 265,000 deer. That's just licensed hunters. So when you factor in all the youth, all the senior, all the other exempt hunters out there, uh, harvesting, we estimate well over 300,000 deer a year. And it appears those numbers stayed about equal last year, and that's a good thing. Uh, that's a very good thing. The deer population yeah, has been growing. I would have never guessed it, though. Um, we had a we had a bunch of deer we follow on camera, and I've come to grips with the reality that some of those deer that we have early in the season, especially in the areas that are near farmland, that uh, a third of them probably going to stay, a third of them are going to go within a mile or so, and then a third of them are going to go Lord knows where, you know. <laughs> but hey, what's interesting Lord is that here, yeah, go ahead. Our buck that we have GPS collared with MSU, he came back last week from Louisiana. That's his fourth trip across the river. 18 wow. miles straight to point to point, and he's about five and a half miles from where we caught him. And that's what he did last year. So he's following that same route. I'm, that's out of a sample size of four deer. We got one going 22 miles east and one going 18 miles and swimming the river four times in two years. So they move a lot, Ricky. <laughs> they move a lot. <laughs> we, we think about that. We got, see, we got a, we got a deer called Twin Towers. Beautiful, beautiful 10-point. It'd probably be, I don't know, maybe five years old this year. And uh, it would have, if we, we had it, uh, we think we had it on camera early, and then uh, we didn't see it again. But if it lived, it would have been, well, it would have been 160. And this year, I don't know what it's going to be if it lived. But, you know, we, people, uh, there's no way it lived. Well, yeah, actually there is. <laughs> they have a way of getting through the gauntlet, don't they? They do. They do. They, they'll seek out a little refuge, and they, you know, they they have a, a very good ability at finding a spot to, to not get shot, or at least they think, uh, you know, old radio studies actually showed deer in Louisiana would, deer hunting season, swim across to Mississippi, and some deer in Mississippi would swim across to Louisiana. So it's all in where they felt safe. Uh, but they find their own little nooks. Yeah, it, again, after last season, I would have definitely predicted, if you'd asked me, without giving me any data, if you'd asked me how was last season, if the numbers were up, I would have said they were only up because the number of hunters continued to go up because of the number of people going into the outdoors because of COVID. But, it was again, it was so hot, and it was such a weird, I mean, right for us last year was strange. And, look, man, we got, we, we have some wonderful places in the heart of the Mississippi Delta. We know what a good rut looks like, but uh, we didn't experience that last year. It was just a strange season. But again, we got some great deer. I mean, it was. I mean, and we ended the season on a really beautiful deer. So a deer that we never had on camera. So you, you never know, do you? We it, anything can happen at any time. That's what you keep telling people, isn't it? It is. Uh, we, this deer herd is it, constantly changing. Management of it's constantly changing. But I still say we've got one of the best deer herds there is anywhere in the country. So. 
I can't agree more, man. I mean, that's why, again, I say every single week, more than once, we're the capital of the outdoors in America. Because when you add it all up, think about habitat and ducks and deer and turkey and all the things that we have, the offshore fishing. When you add it all up, we're the capital of the outdoors in Mississippi. I mean, in the America. The, the, the sad reality of that is that people from the outside, from outside the state are beginning to realize that. And, you're, you know, you're, you're having to have, uh, in some respects, non-resident hunting days. Etc. So, I, I guess that's good from an economic point of view, but from a competitive point of view, I think that just increases the number of hunters in the field. But we we got plenty of WMAs to deal with that, don't we? We do. We've got we've got over fifty wildlife management areas. We got literally well over a million acres of public ground out there for hunters to come in, and also, yes, we we have a lot of open ground out there to hunt. So we got a velvet season coming up. You heard uh, where the idea came from, and legislature passed that pretty quickly. Uh, what are you expecting in this velvet season? So, well, it's going to be new, and we're trying to educate hunters, which is one of the things we're doing today, Ricky, and I appreciate being on the show. Uh, uh, you know, you got the facts, but then you got what to expect. I look at Tennessee. Tennessee has had a three-day velvet hunt now for four years. And they allow archery only in most of the state. And in their CWD zone, they allow guns. Uh, so we're doing archery only for the entire state. It represents about 1% of the total buck harvest in Tennessee. So that's not a lot. And it's not it's not altering. It doesn't change how we'll, you know, there's been thoughts of, well, will, that sh- will we have to limit other portions of the season? No, not over 1%. And that book counts toward your annual bag limit anyway. So what Tennessee saw is that number stayed fairly consistent over those four years. Hunter participation somewhat consistent. They did see it decline some in, in after the first year. And I think that's a lot of people went out and said, okay, I did it. And uh, maybe I want to wait this a little cooler. But, man, I'm hearing a lot of interest. A lot of people are calling. They're excited about this season. And remember those bucks that are all bachelor grouped up in that soybean field? You're going to have an opportunity at those. So... Yeah, I I know I know that well because that 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 date is a time when uh, they haven't begun to beat each other's brains out. <laughs> at that moment, at that moment is when you start to see, in some respects, kind of the mass exodus. So you, you so the big boys might stay around for a little bit of time. The little guys they got to go find another place to play, right. and it, and from that point forward, the dynamics continue. Obviously, until you get to rut, and then it's a whole new level of dynamic. Something we really enjoy in Mississippi. You know, my my thought on it. I have, I have a lot of questions about it, and we'll get to some of the specifics in the next segment, but. Um, so if you've got, you know, you and I have talked about, and we alluded to it just a few minutes ago, this research that you guys have done. It's incredible that one deer went as, went as far as 18 miles, another one went as far as 22 miles. That's incredible. That's incredible data points to have. You have your resident deer. You have some deer that are not going to go nearly that far, but still they're going to go onto other land outside your land. Um, when you have that, when you know that, about one-third, 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 when you know that that exists like that, when you do go in and start doing early season hunts, is it possible that you might push some deer off your property? If so, that's deer that are probably going to have left anyway. What I look at this is it gives you an opportunity on some deer that 
wouldn't even have been there when season opened on your property. Yeah. So, or if they would have, you would only had the first few days of October before they they busted up and headed to parts unknown. Oh, no, yeah. only the deal. <laughs> like, like Taylor said in the last segment, it, the picture of the deer that he was pursuing was an absolute giant. And then, of course, when the season started, um, it, you know, the bow season started, it was it was long gone. Um, and this was a this is sort of an answer to that call. Hey, when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about the velvet season with William McKinley. We'll see you after this break. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. 
Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subject you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut walls and fall food. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Like I said, if I had the opportunity to have a, a deer show every week, I would enjoy that. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, William McKinley, who's head of the Whitetail Deer Program for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, would be a regular, if not weekly, guest of that show. I really enjoy spending time with him. And as he said to me during the break, he said, well, man, I devoted my life to this. He really knows what he's talking about. Hey, you were saying something about one of those deer that you tracked uh, during the break. Share, share that story because, that, man, that is so interesting to me. So that buck, he, he was a three-year-old when we caught him, so he's a five-year-old now. Um, and he left in March to leave Mississippi, swim across the river, and go into Louisiana and go five miles across, took an exact route up ditch rows, hedge rows, fence rows, to an exact piece of ground that's only about 100 and, 100 and 150 acres of woods. When he came back, he came back in August, uh, the very first of August. He followed the exact same route coming back. When he left this, this year back in March, he left within three days of when he left last year. I think it was March 10th versus March 13th. And when he came back, it was within seven days. And when he came back, and all four times, he's following the same route. He is a creature of habit, and his his path is about 35 miles to go 18 miles. So how much ground he's covering, and he's swimming the river four times. <laughs> so... Um, it's pretty impressive. And this, once again, we've only got a few radio collars, GPS collars. This is how many are going that far. The other deer was a doe. And she actually, when the water came up this year, she went 22 miles east and went from around the Eagle Lake community all the way up in well into Yazoo County, but stayed in the Delta. She followed Highway 3, and uh, she's still there. As her movements have decreased uh, significantly a few weeks ago, uh, indicating she probably had a phone there. Yeah, well, that's so interesting. Hey, real quick before we get to specifics of the of the velvet season, how's the fawn drop look for this year? Reports are coming in from all over. Uh, it appears very good. Um, 
you know, we need more deer harvested in a lot of places across the state. So uh, it's we need more hunters. I talked about that harvest being up. We encourage hunters to get out there and, and use these tools that we've given them, like this velvet season and early antlerless season and uh, primitive weapon season, all of those things. So a lot of phones sitting in the ground. Wow, that's so, that's so interesting uh, to hear. Okay, so let's get to the specifics of the velvet season. Give, give us give us what people need to know about it. Okay, September sixteenth through eighteenth. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, it'll be archery only, private lands only. We were given the opportunity to enlist a few uh, to enlist WMAs. By it coming in later, we decided to go conservative for the first year, stick with private land only, with opportunity to try to open up some other lands in the future. There's a one buck limit and per season, so all three days you can make harvest one buck. And that one buck must have antlers that meet the deer management unit in which you're hunting. So the Delta DMU, he would need to be a 12-inch spread or 15-inch main beam on other DMUs, a 10-inch spread or 13-inch main beam, except for the North Central, which can be any antler deer. Um, you got to have a permit for it. It's a $10 for resident. It's the velvet antler permit. For non-residents, they have to buy the deer permit, which they already had to buy anyway, uh, and the cost it is $50. Um, it is mandatory reporting. We've been asking for mandatory reporting for many years. We've got it with this season. You've got to report either via the website or the app, and I highly encourage the, the MDWFP app. It's so quick and easy. It takes 30 seconds of logging on, recording that animal before you move it, but you got to do it before 10 p.m. the night of har- the day of harvest. Um, and it is mandatory CWD sampling for this season statewide. And we have more drop-off points this year. There'll be over 60 drop-off freezers statewide. And we're going to be working with a ton of taxidermists that you can just harvest this buck. He's in velvet. You want to get him mounted. You take him to one of the taxidermists. They pull the sample, turn it in. You don't have to do anything extra there. So, um that list of freezers and taxidermists will all be on our website. Uh, we're working on getting it finalized. It will certainly be there before the season opens. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Have you, have you dropped some areas from T, from DW, uh, CWD? Uh, we did. Some counties came out of the zone. Uh, the commission removed some counties out of the zone, but we also added four counties into the zone because of new fines last year. So, so they can go, I guess the best thing to do is just go to the Department's uh, Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks website and uh, and do a CWD search, and you'll find the, the relevant information. I think my place uh, that we lease up in Mentor City, I think that's Tallahatchie County. Mm-hmm. Was that dropped? I think that was dropped. Wasn't Tallahatchie it? and LaFleur, uh, the commission removed both of those counties from the CWD zone this year. Well, that's, that's, that's good news. I'm glad to hear that. Um, William McKinley, it's a pleasure to spend some time with you. We'll have you back on a regular basis between now and uh, the end of the season. Sounds good, Ricky. You bet, my friend. Hey, this has been a terrific show. Really enjoyed being here today. Thank you for joining us on Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network on Ceasefire. Uh, Super Talk TV at Ceasefire TV. Have a great week. And as I always say, keep safety first. Just think safety first in everything you do when you're outdoors, and uh, you'll enjoy it. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Monday. Okay.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.